Hi all, and thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Open House. We're on a mission to develop a new mental health experience for all, because we believe that you can truly experience life advancement without having to spend thousands of pounds on -on one-on-one therapy. We believe that happiness is coming home to yourself under the layers and layers of you that society has told you to be. If you love this episode today, please do share on social media and tag us at Open House Life, as well as tagging Dr. Tari and I. Now, into the episode, and it's a juicy one. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode with me and the incredible Dr. Terry Mack. Today, we are wrapping up our friendship series, and the topic that we are going to be talking about is how to handle a friendship that has broken down. And this can happen in a number of different ways. It can be a slow fade, as we've spoken about in previous episodes, or it can be more of a stressful, abrupt ending. The idea for this episode came up when one of my friends was going through a similar situation. And I sent Dr. Terry a message and I said, hey, what do you think is going on here? So I'm going to tell you guys this story and we're going to tell you how the situation unfolded. And there are so many lessons that we're going to learn from this. And alongside this more sort of abrupt, stressful end to a friendship, we are also going to look at if you sense that you're being phased out by a friend, how to handle it, where to go next, and ultimately what to do. So hi, Dr. Terry. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Glad we're talking about this. Me too. So glad. So just to everyone listening, I'm going to give you a brief overview of what happened. A friend of mine had a fairly new friendship. Like I would say it was a newer friendship and they were spending a lot of time together. So I did think from my perspective, I did think, oh, this could be one of those things where it moves very, very quickly and then maybe something happens. But at the same time, I also thought, you know, who am I to be negative about a situation this is great. Maybe she's just found a new friend. Maybe everything is all a-okay. So fast forward, I guess a couple of months later, these two girls have spent a lot of time together, a lot of time, and they went on holiday together. They just came back from holiday and then the other girl just went totally silent. So the last message that she sent her when they were leaving the airport was basically saying, you know, love you, miss you, had a good holiday with you, you know, really, really positive. And then my friend just literally got ghosted she didn't hear from her for days she started getting really upset and agitated before we do the work especially we can get very very riled up in this like dysregulated response anyway yeah she was just really really upset she was just saying I don't know what to do I've done nothing wrong I haven't said a bad word about this girl like I just cannot believe that she's done this to me so Dr. Terry I dropped you a message And my first question for you is, what did you think was going on here when I first sent you this message? Yeah. So after you told me about the situation, my thoughts were something likely happened on that holiday that perhaps your friend wasn't aware of, because it's really unusual for a friend to just ghost another friend if something didn't happen or had been happening in the relationship. So my thoughts were, did something happen over the weekend that your friend either is choosing not to think about or reflect on or wasn't aware of? Has there been some kind of underlying tension that your friend has been ignoring or in denial about? I I don't know your friend, but is she able to self-reflect? Is she aware of her impact on other people, including this friend? Because 
like I said, if somebody just abruptly ends a relationship and isn't speaking to us, A, that's really painful and nobody deserves that. But B, it's really important for us to be honest with ourselves about, okay, what could have possibly happened? And this is different from like going down that spiral of I'm not good enough and what did I do wrong? But really just being honest with yourself, were there things that happened over the weekend that maybe caused the other person to feel a certain way? So that, that was my first thought is something happened or has been happening in this friendship that led to this. Yeah, you're so right. I think that people just don't change their mind overnight. And I think that I've seen this in other friendships around me, as well as my own friendships, which is that sometimes when something comes to an end, even if it feels abrupt, there has often been something, some level of tension building up in the background for a while. and you know, even taking it out of the friendship context for a second and looking at it with my ex-boyfriend, we've spoken 101 times about how he just called me up out of the blue and just broke up with me. But even though I summarize it like that, because it was so shocking and it felt like such a absolute like rug being pulled from under my feet, which is probably exactly how my friend feels over the last few days. Now time has passed and I'm able to reflect on things more and have gone through a lot of therapy and a lot of space for self-reflection, which I think also you get when you're not trying to fight for them to come back you know it's like you are only left with you and a space to self-reflect I was able to see that okay for me it felt like the rug had been pulled out from under my feet but for him something had obviously been building up for a while so I think it's really interesting to look at it in that context as well is that even though one person may feel like it's been a rug pull actually Mm. for another it is something that could have been going on for a while And I guess the problem is just potentially, like we discussed in a previous episode, the lack of communication as things were getting tense or disjointed or unaligned. Absolutely. Because we can't guess about what somebody is feeling, right? We can only take responsibility for if we're feeling tension or if we're avoiding conflict or we're, you know not addressing something that is happening in the friendship. That's what we're responsible for. But like your friend couldn't possibly know what happened really, unless this other friend would have been in communication with her about it. I think they say something like 90% of our communication is, is nonverbal. And there's so much that's going on. That's not actually said this situation is very unfamiliar to me because I feel like I'm on the other end of the spectrum, which is like, a highly sensitive person. I'm very, very aware of even like the slightest body language movements from other people. And even on more of a spiritual level, the energetic shift Mm -hmm. and how the vibe changes, even if like everything you're saying and doing is the same. Yeah. And that's why we talk so much about doing the work because I can relate to this too. In college, I had no self-awareness. I mean, literally none. And I was, you know, just so unaware of myself, so disconnected from myself that I ruined a lot of friendships because of my desperation to be chosen by men, because of my desperation to be loved. And that really impacted a lot of my friendships. And I couldn't hear that feedback at the time. I felt like a victim today. I'm completely different because I've done the work and I want feedback and I'm aware of myself and I love myself, but 
there are a lot of people that aren't yet there, that it's really scary to be open to feedback from other people. If somebody ends a friendship with us or says, it's really difficult being around you because of these reasons, or you impact me in this way, it's really easy to just be defensive and play the victim. But in reality, that feedback can be such a gift if we can move past the initial feelings of shame or hurt, because we're all just trying to figure ourselves out, right? We're all just trying to learn more about who we are. And it takes relationships to be mirrors for us. So, you know, for those people that are listening that have been dumped by a friend, I, you know, I say it is painful, but see it as an opportunity for you to look at yourself and an opportunity to grow. And it's okay if you've screwed up, you know, in a way, if you've pushed people away because you can learn from that. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so say you're in this situation and say you are either realizing that you are being faded out by a friend or if you've had a more verbal communication um, and discussion, you're aware that there is an issue in the friendship and that the other person is not keen to continue. The initial response to that is often very, very overwhelming. And we discussed again in a past episode about how it basically can poke at those childhood wounds that we hold. And it can be so painful, like so much rejection. It also can make us feel unworthy, not good enough, not lovable, not chosen, et cetera, et cetera. Now, until you've done a lot of therapy and you're able to self-regulate, I think it's very easy for those feelings to be really overwhelming. And I think that's where you basically want to kick it into like emotional retaliation. You want to be like, how can you do this to me after everything we've gone through? We've been best friends for forever. Or, you know, we've done this together and this together and this together. You know, how could you do this? You're hurting me so much. In those initial moments when you realize this is this is not a good situation here and I'm really about to start hurting What is your advice? What is your advice? Is it to sit with it? Is it to tell them you're hurting? Where would you go? Well, I think first of all, try not to go into defensive mode or victim mode. And this is true in friendships. This is true in relationships. When somebody is telling you how they feel, especially when it's about you and your impact on them or how they're feeling about you, it is, I understand it's really difficult just to hear that and not to react or be defensive or, you know, go into victim mode and make it all about yourself. But, you know, that is an important, mature, adult, grown-up life skill that we all need. So, So instead of reacting like that, just choose to hear it and then take some time to reflect on it. And you can even say, okay, I hear you. It's really hard for me to hear this, but I'm going to go away and think about it. And also different people are going to react to us in different ways based on their own triggers and their own wounds. So things about us may trigger some people and not other people, but any feedback that we're getting is valuable. So in general, if you are somebody that goes into defensive mode or victim mode, you are going to be hurting any relationships that you're in, because that makes you somebody who is not emotionally safe. If people cannot be honest with you about how they feel in the relationship with you, you're not an emotionally safe person. So that's where I would start to start to learn how to sit with those really difficult 
feelings that come with feedback or rejection. This is such important work here. And I think one of the things that I love about this podcast is how open you and I also are about our own experiences with with these things. As you're talking, I was just having this flashback to literally a decade ago with my first love and things were awful by this point. I think I cheated on him already. It was just so messy. And I remember he wouldn't pick up the phone and I just kept calling and calling and calling and calling and calling. He was like at work in a van, you know, like he couldn't, he couldn't pick up the phone. Obviously it's like three people sat next to him. His like psycho girlfriend is like calling him being like, please pick up the phone, please pick up the phone. And I just like look back at that versus now when I'm able to much more effectively sit with uncomfortable emotions and be like, okay, this feels horrendous, but I'm going to sit with it and I will get back to you. And I think that even last night, just as a case in point, work related, so not even in a friendship capacity, but we received an email from someone that didn't agree with something we were doing. Okay. So the old me would have jumped straight back into defensive mode and basically been like, like you're wrong because of this, this, and this, and and I'm right because of this. And we've done this because of this. And actually I said to the woman I'm working with, she's got a valid point. It's just a lack of alignment between what she believes and what we believe. This isn't a right fit. Don't do anything tonight. Everything is okay. We'll deal with it tomorrow. Mm. And we dealt with it today. Everything is all good. And I feel like if that isn't growth, then I don't know what is. So you're right. I absolutely love that. My next question for you is there definitely feels like there's some conflicting information around the difference between being owed a conversation or being owed a discussion around potentially and I think that particularly comes with the duration of friendship I think if it's been a very long-term friendship you feel like after everything you've gone through you are owed it by that person but that also conflicts with a lot of the things that we talk about around boundaries so I want to ask you what happens if for example the person that doesn't want to be your friend anymore explains it to you and then sets a boundary or doesn't explain it to you and sets a boundary and you on the flip side feel like you need more information to heal like where do you go from there I love this question because the truth is and many of you may not like to hear this but the truth is nobody owes you anything <laughs> nobody owes you anything right so if somebody doesn't give you an explanation that may be very hurtful it may be really hard not to get those answers, not to be treated in the way that you would have hoped or expected to be treated, but nobody owes you that. When you think that people owe you something, you're giving your power away to them. You're saying, I can't feel okay until I get this, but you're not in charge of anybody else. So in friendships, in romantic relationships, in family relationships, the truth is, Nobody owes you anything. You want to choose people that freely give you love and support, but you're not in charge of if that's going to happen. So if somebody said, if a friend ends a relationship, wherever they set the boundary, whatever they're willing to give, you need to accept it and move on because you already have everything you need. You do, you may feel you need an explanation. You may feel you need to ask questions, but you actually don't. Instead, you can journal, you can write a letter to that friend that you send or you don't send. You can express your feelings, not through a thousand text messages, but to yourself 
or like I said, like one letter that isn't victim-y, if there's anything that you need to say, or you can work it out in therapy or by talking to other friends, but you need to work on healing, loving yourself and letting go. Oh, I love that. And it hits a nerve for me because I think, again, taking out the friendship situation, you know, I never got to speak to my ex-boyfriend ever again. I never got answers as to why he did it then, what was going on through his head the weeks before, why he wrote me a letter saying all these amazing things and then turned around and broke up with me. Honestly, for like a year, I was so desperate for answers and I was in therapy. Thank goodness I was in therapy. I could not have got through it without therapy because the people around me were not able to hold that space for me in the way that a psychotherapist or psychologist was. So if anyone's going through this, I would really, really advise you to seek professional help to help you through this. And and I just realized after a year, I'm not going to get any answers from this person. I'm not going to get the connection that I'm craving and I have to be okay with that. And I'm not going to pretend that I'm 100% okay with it. But I've also learned that it's not a reflection on me. It's not that he hates me so much that he won't even spend 30 seconds talking to me because we've gone through the most amazing experience together. And yes, there were negative points to it, and as there are with friendships. But what I actually learned is that that is his way of coping he set a boundary. He's not willing to emotionally engage in it. He's not capable of emotionally engaging with it. His way of moving forward is cut and dry, move on. And yes, I would like him to have better communication skills. Yes, I would like him to be more compassionate and more empathetic to what I am feeling. But like you said, we do not owe anyone anything. And I think that can really, excuse my language, fucking hurt. But I think that that is one of the key takeaways from today's episode is that sometimes we do not get answers. Sometimes we do not get answers and we might never get them. And maybe we will. The thing I think about friendships is that I often think that further down the line, they're more likely to come back together. I feel like sometimes if you take time out from a friendship, you can come back together. Whereas in a romantic relationship, it's sort of like, oh, then you move on romantically and then you're with someone else and that person doesn't like you being friends. What are your thoughts about that? I think that's a fair assumption because you're right in romantic relationships. Typically you only have one romantic relationship at a time. And like, if we ever do an episode on being friends with your ex, we can talk about, about like how that's really rare and what that really means. Um, because I'm like I was thinking oh that would be fun I could get one of my exes to come on and talk about being friends with me and then as I was saying that I was thinking Louise you are literally not friends with any ex-boyfriend that you have <laughs> in the entirety of your existence so then I was thinking that's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah and it's funny because a lot of people say oh yeah I am friends with my ex but when I dig into that friendship it's not a real friendship you know, neither of them would really, truly be happy for the other person if they moved on with somebody else. And that's what true friendship is. You want the best for the other person, even if it's not you. I can't wait to go into that. We'll do that in another episode. And I also want to do, can you actually also, are you actually friends with someone that you're sleeping with? You know, is that uh, actually a friendship? But I won't digress too much in this episode. So <laughs> let's take it back. I'm getting overexcited about future topics. Um, <laughs> But to your point, I think, yes, friendships can come back around when feelings settle, people have time to self-reflect. That actually happened to me. Like one of my friends and I took like a three-year break and then we came back together and we talked about how the relationship needed to be different. 
do you think there was a mutual understanding that one day that might come back together or do you I think sometimes it takes one per just one person to outreach a little bit further down the line like I mentioned that I previously went on a couple of dates with someone and then our paths fell out and then we finally came back together and now we're better friends than ever he's truly just a friend one of the best friends I have ever had Mm -hmm. but it took one of us to reach out to the other over that silence like two years later so do you think that if someone's listening to this and they have gone through a friendship breakdown and it's been a while you know a Mm -hmm. year two years three years they still feel like maybe they miss that person but also that they've reflected and that they think that they've grown and could potentially be a better match for the friendship what would you say there like how do you put your toe in the water and like test Mm-hmm. where you go next yeah I mean I feel like if you're pulled to that friend or you missed that friend and like you said you've done some self-reflection I think you just send a message and and just say exactly what is true like I've been thinking about you a lot I miss you I know things happen the way they did and it was probably supposed to happen that way but part of me would still love to reconnect and just wondering if you're open to that and it's okay if you're not but I wanted to let you know how I was feeling. Oh, I love that. And then it's on the other person, isn't it? You know that, I think there's the potential that you risk the rejection again and those feelings hurt coming back up. But I think that if by that point you've done enough self-work, you're probably okay. You're okay and you're you're fine to to take that a second time. And I think that it won't be as dramatic as it will be the first time. So one of my final questions for today's episode, I think is about being phased out. So if you feel like the dynamic of a friendship is changing, you think that a friend is not going to straight up dump you, but that they're going to, you know, phase you out. What are your professional opinions and thoughts on where to go with that? I think, again, it requires bravery and vulnerability to ask, just to talk about how you've been experiencing the relationship and the feelings you've been having. So you say something like, you know, this could just be me, but I feel like we've been more distant or you haven't like been communicating with me as much, which is okay. Again, you want to, it's okay. People can do what they want to do, but instead of, and then you say, instead of just making my own assumptions, I thought I would just ask like, are you feeling like you need more space for me? Or is there something happening in our friendship that's hard to talk about? I'd really love to just know how you're feeling. Mm. And, and when you say that, you have to really be open to hearing how they're feeling, right? So again, if you get feedback that in fact, they are distancing or they, they are having an issue with you or feelings about you that are difficult, you need to be able to hold space for that and not get defensive and not go into victim mode. Yeah, I love that. You're right. We don't ask questions enough today. We make assumptions. And I think there's nothing worse than assumptions and expectations to really cause us some quite severe emotional damage without anyone actually doing anything to us. We do it to Mm -hmm. ourselves. So I think it's really important to have that conversation. And And I think, I guess, final point for me, which we say all the time is, you know, if anyone is going through this right now, it's okay for it to really, really hurt. It's okay to want to cling on. It's okay to want to lash out. It's okay to want to have answers and not let it sort of end the way that you think it's going to. But actually, 
just take a step back and take a breath and acknowledge the feelings that are coming up and acknowledge that it's okay to feel that way and that this is just another part of life's rich pageant of interactions, relationships and experiences that are just going to help you be able to learn a little bit more about yourself. So yeah, I love the idea of looking at changing friendships as an opportunity for both parties to reflect on how we maybe are not the same person that we were one, five or 10 years ago. And that's okay too. Yeah, absolutely. We're always changing. We have to go with the flow. We are. I love that. I love that. So thank you so much for your time today. I think this has been a really beautiful episode, particularly for people that are in pain, hurt or struggling. If you are listening and you know anyone that it might resonate with, please do send it onwards and help us on our mission to get free therapy to those who need it the most. Thank you, Dr. Terry. I will see you next episode. And I love you so much. Thank you, Louise. You always say the amazing Dr. Terry. And I just want to say you are the amazing Louise. Honored to be doing these with you. Oh, thank you. I'll speak to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.